0: hi welcome to the holding hands and throwing fists podcast i got the mic and
1: i have the opinions
0: and this is episode two of season nine Woohoo! switching it up babe do you know how many episodes that is total
1: No, but you do.
0: 122 episodes.
1: 122? I went to school there.
0: That's right. That's right. And we're back. So season nine, mad exciting. Um, It's a Saturday morning that we're actually recording this. I don't know. We're breaking the fourth wall, but uh, I'm ready to go. I actually have energy.
1: I know. We like morning recordings, but it doesn't really (laughs) work when we're working.
0: (laughs) And we... And we usually want to have topical relevant information to talk about, not on the night of fight cards, but who cares?
1: Yeah, no one who listens really (laughs) is following anything, but people do listen because some people noticed we didn't mention the UFC at all in episode one of season nine. I confess that was all me. I am so over Dana, and I'm so over the UFC, I just, I thought it would be fun to kick off season nine with nothing but positive vibes, and no UFC allowed, you know what I mean? However, it's episode two, so give it to them, babe.
0: All right, babe, this is the start of this little segment called Assholes Live Forever. (laughs) I fucking love it. So, it's a tough start to the 2023 year for the UFC, and yet, they're still thriving. There's no issue at all. So, Patty the baddie lost a... Or, he lost a fight to Jared Gordon in December, but somehow won on the judges' scorecards. And... um, I don't think we covered it in great de- detail <laughs> on the podcast. I don't know why I said it like that
1: because you're but talking about an English guy, like. exactly.
0: <laughs> but it was just a bad look because it was bad judge- bad judging. I have too much caffeine and too excited on Saturday morning, <laughs> and Dana and all the barstool sports guys were all just like. So obviously relieved and happy when yeah. Patty got the decision, even though nobody thinks he got it. So that was kind of the beginning of all this stuff. Then also you got to fold in the fact that James Krause, and you did the deep dive on it in season eight. He's just super fucked with all this betting stuff that's been going on in the UFC and all that changes. So already bad news on top of bad news. Then officially in 2023, Francis and walked away from the UFC.
1: Yes, I am so happy. <laughs>
0: But <laughs> one of the reasons why he left is because he was trying to get health insurance for other fighters and trying to do things for the UFC. And granted, it doesn't make a lot of sense because like the UFC is never going to give in to that stuff. But yeah, still. that's why
1: he's so smart or whoever his manager is is so smart. Ask for shit you know you're not going to get and then they are never going to give it to you. So they have to let you go.
0: Yeah, but it's still a bad look that the biggest, baddest heavyweight on the entire freaking planet just left your organization yeah good fuck the UFC so another one and then we're in 2023 now like fully we're coming up on March soon and it's just like the whole company is betting on these two fighters to have a big year the big return is John Jones eye roll I wish I wish people could see your eye roll so instead I'm gonna have them hear it
1: you should hear my head shaking as well
0: <laughs> and then Conor McGregor coming back to coach uh, the ultimate fighter, which I guess is uh, what it's going to be. The whole season is going to be between May 30th and August 15th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to watch it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> we're going to watch all of it. I want to see how John Jones looks at heavyweight. Conor, man, whatever. You know, you know how it is with Conor. We've been over him for a while mm-hmm. and we're not super fans, but of course, we're probably the only podcast that watches The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> In the I don't entire mind industry. It.
1: Honestly, people hate on it. I don't mind it for what it is.
0: I think if it was our if, if our main source of income w- w- was this podcast, <laughs> then we could be all hipster and be like, who the fuck watches The Ultimate Fighter? But when we're just hanging out at home and we want something to watch on TV that's mindless, why not put on The Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. So this other thing happened where for when you cut weight right in the ufc you used to be able just to take an iv and just rehydrate and uh and it would be super beneficial but then the ivs got banned by the governing body usada but then we just found out this past week that islam makachev because dan hooker called him out for it apparently took an iv but apparently in 2019 they reversed the rule And you can take an IV, but they never announced it to the media.
1: But what's the small print there? You can take an IV as long as it's it's supervised by a medical uh, professional.
0: But before it used to be hard and fast. Like up until this week, people thought it was still illegal. Oh, see,
1: I heard people talking about that and totally missed that part.
0: (laughs) There's okay. Well, because I think Jeff Nowitzki, who's the head of USADA, apparently tweeted that. Yeah, oh yeah, we overturned that in 2019.
1: So then why haven't fighters all been getting IVs who
0: the fuck or knows maybe they have it's just been a hot mess that's the whole thing of assholes live forever the UFC has just been a hot mess and then you know what we'll just we'll just go back to what the year started off with oh boy and I'm kind of glad that we've waited six me weeks too. to address me too. this I'm <laughs>
1: feeling less hot right now me too yeah
0: but basically, Dana White, the president of the, Uni- of the United <laughs> States of America. Which he
1: fucking wishes. He I
0: know, her. dude, but I'm it might happen here. one day. It and might. It's fucking terrifying. It might. Dana slapped his wife during a drunken altercation on New Year's Eve at a nightclub in Mexico. Like, first of all, why are you guys at a nightclub on New Year's Eve when you're in your 50s? This is George's number one. Qualm with this whole after midnight.
1: What's going on? Is man that they're too old to be in the nightclub? Not even that Dana White slapped his dude. <laughs>
0: and most people, which is how shitty fucking UFC fans are, we're talking about how well she slapped him first and all stuff. Stop. It's like no, why are you stop. guys at a nightclub? Stop, <laughs> stop going to nightclubs. And then in just a way, like all this shit started with with Kobe. Honestly, if you if you said in twenty twenty. Kobe's fucking just awful situation and then COVID and then everything else and you'd just be like there's no way that this stuff is real like if you told somebody in 2019 that the next three years would happen the way exactly Mm -hmm. that it happened everybody would be like that's fucking fake as shit this is an example that we're in a situation Dana White gets in zero trouble for smacking his wife and then two weeks later (laughs) I think they push it out to three weeks they push it out a big week yep they started and premiered on TBS Dana White's Power Slap League.
1: <laughs> are we serious right
0: now? Are we fucking serious? What the fuck? How is that?
1: And like. and why, just at least take out his name. Just call it the Power <laughs> Slap League if you must. But are you... What?
0: I don't know, man.
1: What world are we living in where there are absolutely no repercussions for the main face and fucking president of an organization to slap his wife and literally nothing happened to him nothing happened to him and along with nothing happening to him he said
0: oh it would hurt the fighters if i went away (laughs) yeah dude
1: are you you don't fucking
0: fight (laughs) classic hurt them the most abusive language of all time
1: (laughs) Abusive and narcissistic yeah dude i like
0: and I like Dana.
1: I don't even hate him. I don't even that hate Dana. That is the wild part. I talk a lot of shit about him. I don't hate him, but I hate everyone else in power over at the UFC. And guess what? Fuck you too, ESPN.
0: Yeah, dude. Honestly, fuck, fuck you, ESPN. You. Because if it was <laughs> NBA, if it was NFL, you'd make them freaking cry and step down and do all this shit. And-
1: I'm... And the, uh, this was me not heated. I don't even want to talk about this. Go ahead. Yeah. To the next part of this.
0: So this week, an athlete and I put ha, ha 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 after this in the show notes who competed in power slop was suspended for testing positive for cocaine.
1: You stop. Stop. <laughs> what the fuck? Stop. Is this but he had already com- competed also in
0: quotation I think, marks. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was after. I th- I, I, I need to find out and maybe report back. I actually back don't. In the next I don't episode.
1: want fucking Dana White's power slap league in our Google searches.
0: But all I know is that my boy Ethan said, "I thought it was powder on their faces the whole no, time." No,
1: like you actually saw it. That's a lie.
0: No, 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 no. no. Oh,
1: I'm no. like, oh my
0: god. Ethan's just a funny guy who also just and he's my man. So, so, so don't grill him too hard right now. But okay. apparently, he 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 binge watched it on uh, on demand. So you're going away for a few days, and guess what? I'm gonna do while you're gone. Oh <laughs>
1: man, I thought you were good influence, Ethan. Never mind.
0: Well, guys, <laughs> go to the Happy Pill Project <laughs> and buy some fucking merch. Oh,
1: my gosh. All right.
0: And then my last thing just on assholes live forever, and this is just makes me sad and whatever, and I'm going to say it because I'm Greek and I, and I talk about drama and tragedy all the time. Nothing is ever going to change until there's government intervention, and there's not going to be government intervention until someone dies in the UFC, and that makes me sad.
1: Intervention with what? I don't even know. Drugs? If- Usada? Usada?
0: The scoring, the payment, the insurance, all all sorts of shit. So let's just go to last week's UFC card that we also didn't watch. So whatever, winners.
1: (laughs) Did we not watch any of it? I can't even remember. Oh, oh no, we listened to the watch party. Oh, yeah. That's what we did.
0: Sorry, I got... A little bit of agita right now. <laughs> so from the early prelims, Elvis Brenner, this guy who spells both of his names just off a little bit, he won. So shout out to Elvis or elves or elves? whatever. Oh, elves. Oh, yeah. elves? Elves Brens. Um, but whatever. Shout out to him. And then, honestly, Modestkis Bukowskis won a decision against Australian Tyson Pedro. So that must have been rough. But, dude, I'm just devoting. I'm not even talking about any other winners. I'm just devoting this whole thing to shout out to Modestus bookhouse
1: Oh, shocking. We got to shout out the Greek, the only Greek. He's no, we Greek. got to Listen he's to Greek. this name. I, I, Honorary.
0: I think he's... Uh, Bulgarian. So Honorary. Just on the other side of the mountains over there. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but you're going to claim him like Greeks do.
0: Of course, dude. <laughs> but guess what? In September 2021, we watched this shit live. The terrifying Khalil Roundtree kicked the shit out of our boy MB and destroyed his leg. We saw it live and it looked Awful! I believe he tore his whole shit, ACL, MCL, LCL, meniscus. Oh, my gosh. And it broke my heart at the time watching that happen. I was like, this guy's career is freaking over. There's no way. And I think his dad is his coach, and he was like, I'll be back. And I was like, yeah, right, buddy. Aww. Well, guess what? He took a year to recover, then went to Cage Warriors, babe. I don't think anybody else called this shit out. He fought at Cage Warriors in uh, November 1, December 1, and then he got back to the UFC and just fought in February so he took a year off after a devastating injury and won three fights in a row in November December and February and that just it's fucking amazing and we're so happy that this dude got back so shout wait, out to Modeskis Mikowski's bro is
1: this a good guy alert we, 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 we. we haven't had one in a hot minute so excellent
0: yeah that's that's what it is and then on the main card honestly didn't watch you because we were hanging with the family so whatever we'll catch up but this is my vibe if you want serious MMA talk (laughs) go somewhere else
1: I'm pretty sure nine seasons in people know. <laughs> but, but, but I
0: no, like no. that. We're getting new listeners in season nine. Let's go. You're right. So uh, you put a note for me that's very helpful that I should have done. I was very busy this week, whatever, um, that I should have talked we a little can... bit about MMA uh, pound for pound talk. But I'm just going to stop it. Yes. MMA fashion. Let's go, babe. All right, babe.
1: Let's do this. Did you, see the, did you click on the slides? I, sure I put did. a little slides. I sure did. Conor
0: McGregor is such a dork bro he's such a dork
1: I can't I thought you thought it was
0: funny I guess it is kind of funny too I'm still a fan even though I'm not a fan or whatever but he posted this picture channeling my inner Steve Jobs for a mega announcement tomorrow I don't even think that he had a mega announcement because I think it was already made clear that he was going to coach the ultimate fighter but he posted no, but I
1: thought he's the one who broke the news
0: is that yeah, but I thought so, all that happened before this post, so it don't make sense to me. Oh. But whatever. He posted a picture where he's wearing a black turtleneck and, of course, an expensive watch. <laughs> yeah. Side by side with Steve Jobs. Wait, and... don't forget
1: the non-prescription glasses. Oh yeah. To yeah. round out the classic,
0: look. classic, classic. <laughs> but then our boy Boracinha, Paulo Costa, who I always say follow him on social media because he's hilarious. He posted a picture of him in a turtleneck, the handsome Brazilian devil, and uh, also. <laughs> (laughs) non-prescription glasses as well and obviously he is the uh he's just he's a looker he's a looker that's hilarious (laughs) i just i love how he's the most positive troll in most cases in some cases he's just a troll troll
1: wait just because you um brought up the ultimate fighter and connor so they did start filming
0: yeah, so yeah, they're starting filming now and it's not going to premiere until May.
1: Oh, right? wait. And just um side note, which I never go off the notes, but um Connor is coaching against Michael Chandler that George didn't mention and we also really like Michael Chandler but the funniest thing I heard and maybe you heard it too is that they should have had Connor coach against Artem
0: (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah. that would have been amazing that would have been amazing heartbreak god damn dude the GOAT man and honestly if Artem was a coach I I, I could see him winning absolutely Uh, one other thing though that I gotta shout out for MMA fashion obviously Connor always looks good man he always dresses well and whatever blah 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 he was wearing uh, G-Von Che. Is that how you say that shit? Yeah, because uh, I know. Yeah, whatever. On on the private jet to Vegas. But um, you know his suits sometimes like all right he looks fine but he wore this burgundy plaid three-piece suit that actually like stood out mm-hmm. and i fucking loved it even though he was mad corny and shadow boxing but also looked like a little bit out of breath in shadow boxing for like 20 seconds at the, at the uh, <laughs> um, ufc apex but he was actually wearing socks which is shocking mm-hmm. um and i just loved his like his shirt was like a slate kind of color usually he wears just like crisp whites you know um but his shirt was really really awesome and i loved it you can see it at the end of the video that he's shadow boxing yeah we're shirt already talking could. about connor too much all right so let's talk about laura senko
1: yes
0: who also big news uh earlier in the year when we refused to talk about the ufc Who's that <laughs> she uh was the first woman to do color commentary on the broadcast since like in, in the in the modern era i think there was a woman back in the day before zufa actually took over who did a few um but she was on and i love her blazer
1: super exciting first of all way to go laura senko she's been fucking working so dang hard overdue I'm glad yeah it is overdue um for her specifically but for a woman to be part of the crew. Awesome. But damn, this blazer's amazing. I wish the microphone wasn't in the way of her top underneath. I'd like to see what that actually looked like. That's
0: just this picture. My bad, but whatever. That's okay. But then um, they also posted this picture of her doing like a jujitsu seminar or whatever. And then all the comments because she looks like actually like pretty freaking great and she and her butt is huge um, in a good way <laughs> but the comments were nasty
1: about saying what
0: just people guys being dudes Uh-oh. in the comments so that's what it was right. um, oh, But whatever. what do you think about her workout outfit
1: it's, it's nice it's it's classic crop T-shirt, Melissa, you would like it, but it's in purple, so Janine would like it more. And her leggings are just like pretty basic, though they do look like the Lulus that Miranda bought me, and that's pretty awesome, because I would never buy them for myself. <laughs>
0: Holla. But you know what I do want to buy for myself is you, Fedor- You need this. Who retired, finally, <laughs> after fighting for two and a half centuries, and I think we did talk about it in yeah, episode Yeah, did you bring
1: of- up the sweater, too? I think I you- well, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah,
0: it's Fedor has a classic sweater. Just Google FEDOR classic sweater and it's going to come up and I'll pu- I'll put it up in the stories so there we go.
1: It's beautiful. You definitely need that sweater specifically or something similar. All right, that is our episode is already way too long for my liking. So you know what that means. I am going to try to speed things up. So Today, (laughs) hopefully, you listen to it because Saturday, February eighteenth, the UFC has a card. Lucky for you, it's a whack ass card. Back at the Apex, um, whatevs. But apparently, March will be amazing. So let's just get through this tonight. We have OSP fighting. We have Jim Jim Miller against Sid from Toy Story. We have William Knight fighting, who sounds just like George's brother. Oh, Billy comes up again. Zach Pag was fighting and he is actually a former cop who was on The Ultimate Fighter and he was the runner up. He's the one who lost to Kamaro Usman's brother. So it should be interesting to see him. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. I forgot.
1: And the main event is Jessica Andrade against Erin Blanchfield, which also should be pretty interesting and a telling fight for who might fight Valentina Shevchenko for the flyweight belt next. Let's go. Um there's no Bellator this week, but we will tell you about Bellator Dublin next week because it's on Friday and our our recording schedule has just been a little off and I have a feeling it might be a little off next week too. <laughs> so, an interesting story having to do with the last Bellator card with it was Fedor um, Bellator 290 card was that two fighters are being forced to move up in a weight class if and when they fight in California again because they gained so much weight between weigh-ins and fight night we like never hear about this we talk about weigh-ins so much but never really like gaining the weight back or now George brought up the whole rehydration with IVs thing like This is definitely coming up more. So featherweight veteran Henry Corrales gained 26.6 pounds between the weigh-ins and fight night. Like
0: That's insane.
1: Is that not it? That's insane. That was an 18% of his body weight. So he can no longer um, fight in featherweight in California again. And Alejandra Lara gained 22.8 pounds between the two weigh-ins, which was also an 18% of her total body weight gain. Um, Super, I, I don't know why I thought that was so interesting. I guess I'm finding it interesting that more fighters aren't forced to move up in weight class because of the... I think that's a California
0: commission thing, though. Specific.
1: Mm, Interesting. Um, The other thing I wanted to bring up, because clearly I don't want to talk about the UFC so much this episode either, is the PFL Challenger Series. Have you heard fucking anything about that, babe?
0: I've heard the words and nothing more.
1: It is incredibly interesting. Right now, we're into week four of PFL's Challenger Series. I hadn't heard anything about it. Um, I was like intentionally looking up organizations that were not the UFC, and that's the only way I I came across finding this. So PFL is doing four fights a week, and the the four fights for those fighters leads to a PFL contract. The promotion will pick two, two of the winners from the first four fights to fight each other and then fans vote to decide who wins the PFL contract. It's actually called the Bud Light fan vote. Holla. With it. Um, A celebrity panel which changes every week also votes. So if the fans agree with the celebrity panel, then that fighter is selected to win a PFL contract. But if the celebrity panel and the fans disagree, then the tie-breaking vote goes to the president of Fighter Operations, Ray Cepho. So far, some of the people on the celebrity panel include Tyron Woodley, Ray Lewis, Wiz Khalifa, Kurt Angle, Vitor Belfort, and Frank Mir.
0: Hey, well, I was in Vegas um, this past weekend going to go to the UFC Apex to talk about, you know, holding hands and throwing fists, co-collaborating with the UFC after all the shit we just talked about them in this episode. <laughs> and when I got off the plane and I was waiting for my Uber in the wrong area because I was confuzzled, um, I was like, I'm going to see a UFC or MMA guy in the airport. I'm, I decided that. And guess what I saw? Frank Mir.
1: That is fantastico so when i wrote these notes um i wanted to tell you all to try to watch the pfl challenger series fights that were yesterday friday the 17th but i'm glad we didn't record because it's fucking impossible to watch them what the fuck pfl maybe it's on their website but what you should know is that vitor belfort tyron woodley and NBA free agent point guard Michael Carter-Williams were the celebrity judges. So that's pretty cool. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have music for our
0: new segment? We sure do. Let's play it. No fighting. No fucking fighting. No fighting. No fucking fighting! that's it new segment no fighting all right so we're going to talk about stuff that has nothing to do with fighting so quick call back to last week's topic which was books so um i saw on instagram reels of course a few weeks or months after it was on tiktok like a grown-ass adult because i don't go on tiktok but apparently there's this book called Stone maidens and basically it, uh, it was written by this man uh, this father over the course of like 14 or 15 years while raising his children and he published it and he was so freaking happy and he had like negative sales but his daughter wrote uh, did a TikTok thing about explaining the story about how proud he was and how long it took and that he would have done it sooner but he always prioritized the family and this whole loving moment and dude this is one of those fucking things that's just beautiful and warms the heart it is now like the number one murder mystery thrill thing or whatever on amazon right now and it's selling freaking like crazy and babe You just ordered it. When is it coming?
1: just ordered
0: it. It will arrive
1: Thursday. If any of you have Kindles, you could get it for... Ooh, well, it's only free for me because I have credits. Never mind. (laughs) But you can buy the paperback for 12 bucks. Seems worth it to support Lloyd DeVoe
0: Richards credit on the kindle look at you all right all right all right all right and then my last uh point in no fighting is just i went to vegas for the first time and um so this is
1: this week's topic
0: yeah this week's topic in no fighting because cool. i did a quick little callback and now this week's topic well cool.
1: i just i thought you might want to introduce that this week's topic is vegas
0: Ah, uh-huh. so vegas i went to vegas i had a good time i i ate good food um And everybody thinks that they are, everybody thinks that they have an MMA podcast that's 122 episodes in. But let me tell you what, they don't. I do. Me. Me. I did it. We did.
1: We did. We did did it. We have never wanted to go to Vegas ever in our lives. We stand by that as a couple. (laughs) We spoke to our best friends last Saturday. All four of them were like, fuck, yeah, Vegas, we'll go back tomorrow. <laughs> and we were like, "Uh, no, not for us. And so my final call on Vegas is I still don't ever want to fucking go to Vegas. But the only way I will go to Vegas is to watch a UFC card.
0: Not even not even a, a PFL card
1: say i don't think they've ever uh, had a card in vegas so i'm gonna go with no
0: all right we're running over it's time no more fighting uh go to holding hands for shirts we're getting new shirts soon and we'll talk about that soon uh happy pillow project go support and remember everybody to continue to hold hands and throw fists if necessary